while we must keep moving forward, before we do so, let's go to the throne of grace and ask the Lord to help us. I'm going to invite Elijah to come up and pray for us and pray for the service and to pray that God up with you. You get ready for the preaching time. Hope you get your Bible and watch and listen as we bring a message. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you so very much for the opportunity to be in your house tonight. God, I pray that you would use the preacher and preach through him, God, that we wouldn't see him, but we'd see your cross. God, I thank you for our nation. I thank you for being a, an American. God, and I thank you for providing this nation for us, God. And I know that things have been crazy this year, this past year. But God, I pray that we would trust yes. you and that we would move forward in this new year as a church and our families. God, and we'd move forward towards you. I love you so very much, and I'm so very thankful to be a part of what you're doing in our world. In Jesus Christ's name, I humbly pray. Amen. 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 All right. Exodus chapter 14. And um, we find the children of Israel have, have left Egypt, and they're on their way uh, to where God has delivered them. And um, uh, begin verse number 10. We see the environment. Uh, if I can, let me set the stage, if you will, where God gives the command to go forward. And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes. Behold, the Egyptians marched after them, and they were sore afraid. And the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. And they said unto Moses, because there was no graves in Egypt, hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Let me stop here and say this. Scared, uh, frustrated people do crazy things. And hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt thus with us to carry us forth to Egypt, uh, out of Egypt? Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians. For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than we should die in the wilderness. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall not see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. Now, what a statement Moses has made. Moses has stepped up and said, Listen, calm down. Calm down. The Lord is going to deliver us. I want you to stand still and watch God do something great. He says, as a matter of fact, you're not going to have to fight this battle. The Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. The how that God did it is what I want to address tonight. Because the next verse the Lord directs to Moses. Now Moses is the leader. Moses is the one. The buck stops with the leader. Whether it's a pastor or president or, or plant owner or whomever, it always stops 
with the leader. And the Lord said unto Moses, he asked a question, Wherefore Christ thou unto me? In other words, he's saying, Moses, why are you crying out to me? All you need to do is move forward. Speak unto the children of Israel that say, go forward. I didn't plan this. Of course, I didn't know what the day held. None of us did. But I, and I didn't plan it this way. But I stand absolutely amazed at the God that I serve because that's what we need to hear tonight. We just need to keep moving forward. We don't need to be falling apart. We don't need to be getting all nervous and afraid and fearful. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and love and a sound mind. We just need to keep moving forward. Now, mind you, I understand, and understand this, church, we may not be able to move forward fast. I remember when we built this building, and uh, when we finally got the concrete poured, and the walls started going up, and I, I'll be honest with you, I was frustrated that it wasn't going up as fast as I thought it ought to be going up. Now, he's doing a lot of work, but I thought it ought to, you know, go up a lot faster. And, uh, but I made up my mind that I would do something. And that was every day I came over here to the church. And if it wasn't but moving one brick to one place to another place, I did something every day towards this building. Now, I wasn't even building it, but I did my part to do something every single day. And I knew that if I kept doing something, the day would come that it would be complete. We'd be moving in and we would have worship service. And, and that day did come in August of 2003. Going forward should be the desire of every Christian. Going forward should be the desire of every church. Going forward should be the desire of every parent. Going forward should be the desire of every teenager. Notice his warning about this very thing. See, Jeremiah 23, 7.23 says, But this thing command I them, saying, Obey my voice, and I will be your God. Ye shall be my people, and walk in all the ways that I have commanded you, that, you may, that it may be well with you. God's saying, keep moving forward. Keep going forward. You've got to keep moving forward. He said, Jeremiah, tell the people, you've got to keep moving forward. But listen what happened. They hearken not, nor inclined their ear, but walked in the counsels and in the imaginations of their evil heart and went backward and not forward. It's a sad thing when we as God's people start backing up. Now, there are occasions in life that we get knocked backwards by a circumstance, a death, a heartache, a, 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 a circumstance we can't change or circumstance with that we can't uh, we, we don't have a 
control over. We might get knocked backward, but we can't stay there. Got to keep moving forward. Just got to keep moving forward. All through the Bible, God commanded his people to keep, and there's a number of biblical examples of those that move forward. Let me just give you a few. Isaac went forward in prosperity. Then Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. And the men waxed great and went forward and grew until he was very great. Israel went forward in their placement. Then the congregation, then the tabernacle of the congregation would be set forward with the camp. And the Levites in the midst of the camp, as they encamped, so shall they set forward. Every man is placed by their standard. David went forth forward in power. 1 Samuel 16, 13. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and appointed him in the midst of his brethren. The Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. 2 Kings 3.24 When they came to the camp of Israel, the Israelites rose up and smote the Moabites, so they fled before them. They went forward, smiting Moabites, even into their country, moving forward. Ezra led the people forward in their productivity. Notice in Ezra chapter 3, now the second year of their coming to the house of Jerusalem in the second month, Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, and Jezu, and, and the son of Jochadak, and the remnant of the brethren, the priests of the Levites, and all that will come out of the captivity into Jerusalem, and upward set forward the work of the house of the Lord. And then most important, Jesus went forward in his praying. He said unto him, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful unto death. Tell ye here and watch. And he went forward a little, fell on the ground and prayed, if it were possible that I, that I might pass from him. Moving forward. As we begin this brand new year, and our first Wednesday night in a brand new year, May I, we must, we must keep moving forward. I said earlier, we may not move forward fast. And uh, this week is a perfect illustration. We, we might have an occasion. I wouldn't be so foolish as to tell you that we, we will absolutely never do online church again. I'm not that foolish. I wouldn't be foolish enough to tell you we're not going to be outside again. I'm not, I'm not that foolish. I don't know what the future holds. But I will tell you this. With the help of God, we're going to keep moving forward for the glory of God. We're going to keep moving forward and have an in-person church. We're going to keep moving forward and, and we may not move forward fast, but we're going to keep moving forward. So tonight in our text, God clearly commanded the people to go forward. It wasn't a suggestion. It wasn't a general reminder of His will. It wasn't an option. They were commanded by God to go forward. And I think this story stands out, and I believe it'll help us as we go forward 
in 2021. So let me, let's, let's see the circumstances around this story and, and see if we can apply it where we are today. Number one, I want you to mark it, write it down. If you're home, write it down. Their dire situation. Their dire situation. First of all, the obstacles were significant. In Exodus 14, 2, speaking to the children of Israel that they turned in the camp before field roads between Migdal and the sea uh, over against Balzaphon before it shall before it shall ye encamp by the sea. Basically, here's it. I want you to turn the people and there's a mountain on one side, there's a mountain on the other side and the sea's in front of you. He said, the Lord said, by the way, may I remind you, the Lord put them here. Don't dismiss what God's doing in our nation, in our country right now. Don't dismiss thinking you've got all the answers. Don't dismiss God thinking you know what's, what's going to happen and what ought to happen and what ought to I, I'm going to be people ask me and I say, I have no idea. But I know a God that does. Don't, 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 don't get caught up in... Uh, uh, your opinion and it's got to be that way or no way you have no idea what God these people were uh, no doubt they started moving in and here's the Red Sea in front mountain over here a mountain over here they got to wonder why in God's name we're here notice not only the obstacles were significant the opposition was stubborn Verse 3, for Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel, they are entangled in the land of wilderness, has shut them up, shut them in. You know what they're saying? Pharaoh's going to start talking. Pharaoh's going to realize, well, that bunch of dumb people, they, they boxed themselves in. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing? How smart people think other people are dumb. Be honest with you. I better not. I'm going to move on. I just got to move on. That's why he said, I will harden Pharaoh's heart and he shall follow after them. Hold it. Time out. Time out. Look this way. If you're listening, pay attention sitting on that couch. Right here, they had no idea the children of Israel had no idea what God was doing in Pharaoh's heart. We have the word of God. Blessed be his good name. We have his word. We know what God's doing in his heart. Standing in between the mountains and the Red Sea in front, they had no idea what God was doing. Let's read on. That he shall follow after them, and I will be honored upon Pharaoh and upon all the, his host that the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord and they did so. And he was told the king of Egypt that the people fled. The heart of Pharaoh and his servants was turned against the people and they said, why have we done this? Why have we let Israel 
go from serving us. Please understand, God's in behind all this. Sometimes circumstances in our life we don't understand because we don't have the whole story. The Lord's doing a work. The Lord's doing a work behind. Many times the Lord's working in our lives with the people around us. We know nothing about it. And they didn't. But notice not only the obstacles were significant, the opposition was stubborn, the opportunities were shrinking. Nowhere to go. For Pharaoh was saying to the children of Israel, they are entangled in the land, the wilderness has shut them in. Let me say this. Let me help you that are listening. Are you scared? Are you worried? Are you fearful? Please tell me what you can do to change anything. President, nor the Congress has called me and asked me my opinion. I'm not expecting to call either. Now, I believe I'm smarter than some of them and I would give it, but they have not called nor have they asked. So then I'm not going to be fearful. I'm not going to be afraid. I'm not going to fall apart. I'm not going to go ballistic. I'm not going to do all this stuff just like I'm not done this with this pandemic. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not going to be fearful. I'm, not going to, I'm, just, I'm just not. I'm not living in fear. I'm not going to box myself in my house and bar the way. I'm just not. Because here's the thing. The same God that's in control when he called Moses, he lit that bush he said, Moses, I got some youngins down there. I want you to go get them. And Moses, the same God, said, Moses, I'll go with you. Who, what am I supposed to tell them your name is? Tell them I am that I am. He's still the I am God here. Somehow or another, we have this tendency to shout the root down when things are going good. But then we act like God's died when things go bad. Now I remind you, same God you shouted over is the same God that you're serving today. So we see their dire situation. But notice, it gets worse. Their desperate state. If you're wondering if the timing is right to go forward, I want you to read this story. First of all, they were overtaken. Verse 9. But the Egyptians pursued after them all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh and his horsemen and his army and overtook them and camped by the sea. Notice with me, they're being overtaken. Now they got the mountains on both sides, the Red Sea in front of them, and an army of mad soldiers and chariots coming towards you. Would you agree with me? Things were getting desperate. Things were getting desperate. Dear Christian, dear Christian, 
When are we going to wake up? Things are desperate in our nation. When are we going to turn the computer and the TV off and fall on our face and say, God, we need you. Things are desperate. Things are desperate. Isn't it amazing? They were overtaken. Notice, they were overwhelmed. And when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes. Behold, the Egyptians marched after them, and they were so afraid. And the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. Can I, can I say this and try to be kind as I can? This is a poor time to be praying. Why wasn't they praying before they got here? Why, nobody, why is nobody praying? I'm glad I, tonight I believe our country, we're going to have a special prayer time for our country. I've been praying for our country for weeks. Tonight's not going to be the first time God hears me pray for our country. But if that's what it takes to get us to pray, then may I across our nation... God's people, God's saved, born again, washed into blood people will get serious enough to pray for our country and our nation and a president like we've never had before. They were overwhelmed. I noticed this. Don't miss this. They were not only overtaken and overwhelmed, they were overreacting. And they said unto Moses, because there was no graves in Egypt, hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt thus with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? They said, could we not just die there? Why did you bring us out here to die? That's what they said. Is not this the word we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians? For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than we should die in the wilderness. You know there's people that actually believe if I get the COVID, I'm dead. You know what you've done? You took God out of the equation. And do you really believe you control life? Do you really believe you're in control of life? That's the reason why as born again believers, we ought not be falling apart when someone dies because it's a point that men wants to die. It's a point that we all are going to keep if we live long enough. Second, praise God, it's up to him. And if we're, and I'm just being honest. If God eats your time, you won't. They were overreacting. They said, Lord, you brought, you brought us out here. He'd been better for us. Church of the Egyptians, then we should die in the wilderness. They made the assumption, they've already overreacted and made the assumption. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing? The assumptions and overreaction. We face when we're fearful and our heart's fearful. But notice, but with God's help, the enemy was overthrown. Notice, 
Verse 27. And the Lord stretched forth his hand over the sea, and his sea returned to his strength when the morning appeared, and the Egyptians fled against it, and the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. So we see their dire situation. We see their desperate state. But I want you to see this, and this is what I really wanted to get to tonight. The divine support. With God's help, they were able to go for And God's answer to all of the craziness that was going on in their life. I, I love this. Moses, shut up and move forward. Moses, quit whining and move forward. Moses, why cries thou after me? Instruct the children of the move forward. That's all they had to do. They, God did say, come up with a 10-point plan on how to deal with all that's going on around you. God didn't say, you've got to do this, 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 this. God said, move forward. You know what they had to do? Make one step. Troy approaching 2021, Solid Rock Baptist Church, with the help of God, with the help of God, you know what we're going to do? We're going to make one step. And then when we get done making that step, we may, we, can't, we may not be able to move for another day or two, but we're going to make another step. And I'm going to tell you, all year long, we're going to keep moving forward. That's the way the Christian life is to be lived. Moving forward. But notice how the Lord helped them. First of all, the wind. Verse 21. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night. Made the sea dry land. And the waters were divided. Wind's a type of the Holy Ghost of God. The early church was strictly forbidden from going forward until the wind blew. They were strictly. And the Bible says, And behold, I send the promise of my Father unto you, but tell you in the city of Jerusalem, to be endued with power from on high. Verse 21, The wind blew during a time of darkness, dryness, and division. Wow. Darkness, dryness, and division. Wow. You ever seen a time like that? Darkness, dryness, and division. That's when God sent the wind. It may be that God wants to give our church and give you the greatest revival you've ever had. But I want you to know you've got to move forward. As long as they stood in the place that they were, the enemy would have destroyed them. Now mark it down. The enemy would have destroyed them. Their only hope was to move forward. Notice the wind. 14, 21, Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind. All that night, it made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. 
God appointed the darkness, the dryness, and division as a perfect time for them to go forward. Now, I'll be honest with you. I don't like darkness. I'm home by myself. I turn on all the lights. I don't like darkness. I don't like dryness. Well, I see and watch God move every so often. And I, and, I, and, I, and I tell you, I don't like division. I don't like division. But I must be honest. We shouldn't be shocked with what's going on. We spent nine months dividing the country with this pandemic. Let's divide our country. And if the pandemic wasn't enough, We've had one of the most fraudulent elections that's ever been in the history of mankind. Just a bunch of crookedness and it's all, it's evident, it's there, it's on film. And so it, it, it's, it's divided our nation and divided families, divided homes and friends. So what we're seeing today shouldn't shock us. But in the midst of all of that, God told his people, go forward. Notice the walls. And the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea upon the dry ground, and the waters were a wall unto them on the right hand and on the left. Literally, God stood the water up like a wall in this building on both sides. And I believe that water would have been as high as you could have seen with your eye. Isn't it amazing? What was there to destroy them, God divided. And they went over on dry ground. See what the devil tells you. I tell you what's the truth. You you better do this, 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 or this COVID's going to get you. What if God divides that? And that's a means for you to see God do something great. Why country's divided. But what was going to destroy them, God divided. He took the wind and He divided the water and made walls. And what the devil wants to do to destroy us, God makes walls in our life to protect us. What, what, is, what is water to the devil to destroy? God can turn into walls to give you safety as we travel into the other side. It wasn't for those walls. They would have drowned and been destroyed. Later on, we're going to see how God does just that. As the Egyptian army moves into the middle of that Red Sea, God's going to allow them walls to collapse and the water destroys them instead of protecting them. As a matter of fact, I read an article uh, some years ago and uh, they done an archaeology, went into the, uh, to the Red Sea and, and they went down in the ocean and to their amazement, to their amazement, they said this, there's wheels of chariots still down there. Wheels of chariots. 
And, and it's amazing how, how wonderful God was. And, and so the walls, become, the walls become their protection. See, God made what was supposed to destroy them that which would protect them. And so I, I say this. Don't totally dismiss God. Don't take God out of the equation of our nation. Dear Saint, don't take God out of the equation. I, I, I need, I need to, to, to share something with you. It's astounding. Get ready. It's, it's going to be big news to you. CBS, CNN, MSNBC, uh, and all these newcasters are not God. And the truth is, you don't know if they're lying to you or telling you the truth. So let's quit giving them God status. So what we need is truth to come to the surface. And we need to believe God. Notice the wind, the walls, but notice the work. And Israel saw the, that great work which the Lord did upon each Egyptians. And the people feared the Lord and believed the Lord and his servant Moses. God did in one night what he deliberately chose not to do during ten plagues of Egypt. Don't miss this. This helped me. God chose to deliberately do in one night what he chose not to do in ten plagues that's upon the children of Israel. And God predicted, I'll harden Pharaoh's heart. They shall not fall after them, and I will be honored upon Pharaoh. Verse 18. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I have gotten me honor upon Pharaoh, upon his chariots, upon his horsemen. God, he predicted first four, and I will harden Pharaoh's heart. Verse 17. And behold, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they shall follow them. God predicted all of this was going to take place. And guess what? It happened just exactly the way he said it was going to happen. I'm glad we serve a great God tonight. Israelites honored God in the end. And Israel saw that great work which the Lord did upon the Egyptians. And people feared the Lord, believed the Lord, and His servant Moses. Isn't that amazing? They feared the Lord more than they feared the people. Second, they believed the Lord. Don't miss this. They believed the Lord. And the third... They believed the man of God. Tonight, church, and I know most are watching by way of live stream or hopefully will this week, may we be reminded tonight. And Israel saw that great work which the Lord did upon the Egyptians. May we just stand still and see the salvation of God. I'm not for the violence where it's on our side or the other side. I'm not, for, I'm not condoning the violence. But I am saying this. Don't dismiss God in this thing. We just don't know what the Lord might be doing. Now you say, well, what do we need to do? We need to believe God. We need tonight to come, first of all, realize that God's in charge. He's still on the throne. He's still the same God He was, has always been. And God has a purpose, a divine plan 
and this whole affair that's going on right now. So we need to pray for our country. We need to pray for our politicians. We need to pray. You say, which one, just a Republican? No, we need to pray for them all. We need to pray for them all. This ain't a Republican-Democrat thing. We need to pray for men and women that first of all, if they're not saved, they'll be saved. And second, they'll give God the rightful place to use them in a right fashion. We need to pray for our president and his family. And so we need to pray for one another and pray for our nation. Tonight, those of you watching my live stream or YouTube, we need to move forward. We must no, not, not need. We must keep moving forward. This past year, God allowed us to move forward, even in the midst of a lot of craziness. I, I was thinking earlier today how that last people to do stuff this past year that, that was just absolutely astounding. Not only in time, restraints, but just, just to accomplish it. And they did. Matter of fact, they, they did wonderful. And we moved forward. We've not moved forward fast at times. Sometimes I was beginning to wonder if we wasn't backing up. But the truth is, we kept moving forward. And now that we're in 2021... We must keep moving forward. And the best place to start moving forward is on our face before God. So I invite everybody that's here tonight to find you a place in the altar.